Welcome to Below the 49th, the perspective on my neighbor to the south, Below the 49th. I'm Michael A. Charbon. Today's title, I'm a black sheep. In the 1600s, a black sheep was considered the mark of the devil. I'm not the devil. The metaphor was that a black sheep was less valuable than a white one because it was more difficult to dye the wool into different colors. Of course it was. In more contemporary terms, a black sheep of the family is regarded as a person who is a disgrace, disreputable and undesirable to them. It can also mean someone who does not fit in with the rest of the group and often considered a troublemaker or an embarrassment, sounds like my youth, a person who does not live up to the expectations of other people's perception of their norm. My father said there's one in every village, so I guess I tick off that black sheep box. But what a black sheep can also be is a psychological phenomenon. It's that this person's opinion and perspective is more harshly challenged or less tolerated by a vocal group who have contrary opinions and beliefs. It can also be a form of bullying if you consider it. On a personal note, as an outspoken, self-identifying black sheep of my family, I wanted to make some points. On a moral and many, many other perspectives, I am simpatico with my family's belief 100%. The defining line is American political philosophies. My political sentiment on America run contrary to the majority of my family members. And that's fine. I think it's healthy. One must always challenge and be forced to defend a position and consider other people and the other angle to look at it. You know, I've always taken an innate willingness to take a stance, uh, speak my conscience and opinion while expressing my beliefs, regardless of mob rule or the discourse that some may throw my way because they think alternatively. Hence the creation of Below the 49th. Unlike others who take criticism and conflict as a traumatic and depressing phenomenon curl up in a corner, personally, I wear these feelings as a unique badge of honor and a defining point of who I am with respect to American politics. The uncomfortable truth is many of my friends, who at times reluctantly watch Below the 49th, thanks for watching, do not comment or wish to engage in discussion, as they fundamentally disagree with many of the positions I generally express. He's a crazy man. Like members of my family, it is better left unsaid and unchallenged to maintain civility. Kumbaya factor, and you know, make sure Thanksgiving dinner goes down okay. I, on the other hand, every so often offer chum like a fisherman to see if anyone will bite as I truly wish to hear an opposite perspective on a subject I believe emphatically on. Two of my dearest and best friends generally vehemently disagree with me. If I was to put them in a room, they would be more than willing to tell me how wrong and misguided I am. Alternatively, others would be more than willing to go into that same room and emphatically agree with my thoughts. It's all these people's valued opinions who both challenge and support a point that deliver perspective. The outcome is a valuable discussion and the free exchange of opinions and concepts exposing the salient points of both sides of any discussion. At the end of the discussion, with many of these individuals, we never leave mad or in any way disillusions with each other, even in golf. <laughs> we just agree to disagree. In several occasions, we actually mutually realize points that temper our positions with reflection and some concession. That's the magic factor. But in other instances, being the black sheep means you're immediately dismissed. Your points are radical and you're a racist. You drank the Kool-Aid. Then they generate these typical tropes of dismissal and complete ignorance of any position of constructive alternative or debate. This is my point of frustration. For the record, I watch more than three cable news network channels and three network news reports every day. I drive my wife crazy with TVs and PVOs and monitors all over the house. Some may ask why, why are you doing this, Michael? Who cares? 
Well, this is to see the level of bias American media is offering up today as truth. I'm also a voracious uh, reader of articles and fact pieces and government websites that deliver numbers and results. That's dangerous. Uh, this is the reality required of today's news hound, because today much of what is described as news is censored. It's filtered and pre-chewed, so it's easy to digest and accept it all as truth. But ding, 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 it's not, guys. If you aggregate a wide selection of reports, you too will realize things are a twisted and conflated mixed with BS and smoke, as everything is not fine here. And in reality, America's house is on fire, people are trapped and they're dying. So these following points are triggers for the black sheep's immediate dismissal. Ready for this? Critical race theory, black lives matter, defund the police, Voter ID, ooh, illegal immigration, you can't call them illegal. Not endorsing transgendered males completing in women's sports, don't get me started on that. Disagreement with affirmative action in the workplace with quotas on hiring based on race and color. I thought we dealt with that. The automatic response to uh, the non-sheep heard is these points they're not listening to. La 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 la, you guys are crazy, you're a racist. You support the red party, you're on the train. I can't believe they actually use uh, the train are you really? I'm so shocked. I can't believe you actually think that way. Yep, these topics trigger many to immediately dismiss and dismiss, and further discussion of any type, and even to listen to statement of opposition because, well, you're just wrong, man. Michael, you're just wrong. Thankfully, there was there are those who actually agree with some of these positions. But speaking with those who agree with you is self-serving and enlightens neither of you. Uh, that echo chamber already exists in the majority of the media services on the left of the dial. Well, that's actually the majority of the dial, sadly. Well, don't you know? I mean, uh, when I much meet the press, it's meet the left press. Oh, I can name the papers and the line of thought and the perspective those people are going to deliver before they even open their mouth. It's a one-sided pitch every Sunday. Seldom do I truly hear an objective alternative perspective that challenges their predictable positions on any issue. I result in yelling at the television and my wife goes, what are you watching that for if you don't like it? Because I got to. The one thing I do agree with most times on Sunday mornings is I wish they would do what the host's name says. I think they should chuck Todd. Oh. See, I forced myself to watch this program and that African-American race lady on MSNBC who spells read wrong because I must see the other side. It's difficult, it's very difficult, but it is necessary. I, I just wonder how, how some people actually believe that these people who deliver commentary get away with what they present. Now, you could say the same about me, you know? But I guess the fact checkers, they're kind of, yeah, yeah they're, they're gone. Uh, the one commentator worth the time is Rachel Maddow. Although she re repeats herself in that news cut line four times in the eight minutes to drive it home, Many of her pieces are revealing, and they're fact-filled, and at times conspiracy-based, but one could say that about a lot of things. But she sincerely believes in what she's reporting and always worth consideration. Of course, I disagree with much of what her positioning is, but she's a smart, polished broadcaster, and she does have some valid points. But Rachel, please, I'd love to see a contrary challenging perspective for you to defend and to battle with. But once again, once you reach that critical mass of viewers, you know you're God. Why, well, you must feed the base with the food they like, make it taste and look the same, nice and regular, and keep that line close to the subject matter of the show. But guys, what are you afraid of? 
What about Larry King? Remember, we need to hear all sides, good, bad, ugly, and indifferent. It is that critical crossroads when two opposing sides can lead an alternative perspective and make just maybe make an effect on both positions and arrive at a better solution together. I just caution mixing objective criticism with alcohol, sharp objects, people who take tantrums, and those too frail to logically put several words together whose name begins with Nancy, Joe, Stacy, or Joy, and the other Joy. <laughs> it could just get ugly. Finally, please click and share, and if you do, kindly subscribe. If you leave a comment, I try to answer everyone. I thank you for those considerations, and until next time, God bless, and stay safe. I'm Michael H. Armand for Below the 49th.